for some jazz. Been away for about a week. Rather busy with work. Working pretty uh, insane hours and traveling back and forth to Kingston. So I had to take some time off. As one, one is wont to do when one is overly busy. But enough about me. On a beautiful holiday Monday morning in the nation's capital, I thought I'd start up today with a composition by um, Mr. Eric Reed. Of course, Mr. Reed is a, a jazz pianist, um, recently celebrated his 50th birthday. He's from Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, and he studied with uh, Wynton Marsalis when he was uh, a young man. Of course, Wynton was... Uh, absolutely monumental in helping him start his career as he was a major influence on him at the age of 18. Mr. Reed has been uh, performing for, my goodness, 34 years now. His first album was released uh, 30 years ago in 1990. And uh, this composition um, is from 2017. I believe. Let me just double check on that here. Uh, yes, it is 2017. Terribly sorry, I make mistakes from time to time. And I will continue to do so because, after all, I am only human. <laughs> so, let's start our Monday morning off properly, shall we? This is uh, New Mord. New Morning. Eric Reed. Thank you. 
the album Everybody Gets the Blues. That's New Morning from Eric Reed. As I said earlier, Mr. Reed studied under Wynton Marsalis when he was merely 18 years of age. He became a uh, side member and occasional leader at the age of 20. Mr. Reed said that, um, or I should say Mr. Marsalis, says this about Eric Reed, and I quote, Eric had great ears and already had formed his musical personality. He had a phenomenal level of talent for his age. I've only met four or five musicians with that extreme ability. He's intelligent and curious. You don't have to spend a lot of time explaining stuff to him. And there's his pedigree. He grew up in the church, so he had direct exposure to the vernacular. High praise indeed from Mr. Wynton Marsalis, a gentleman who was both revered as a musician and a composer. So Mr. Eric Reed, as I said, he recently celebrated his 50th birthday, just back in uh, June. So we're going to move from uh, Eric Reed out of uh, Pennsylvania to Mr. Uh, Eddie Henderson, who is uh, recently, well, I should say, <laughs> apologies, he will shortly be turning 80 years of age in October of this year. He was a member of Herbie Hancock's band in the past, and is uh, both a trumpet player and flugelhorn player. Came really to prominence in the 70s uh, under Herbie Hancock's tutelage. Now, Mr. Henderson has a rather interesting pedigree. Uh, his mother was one of the dancers in the original Cotton Club, and she had a twin sister. They were called the Brown Twins. They would dance with uh, Bill Bojangles Robinson and the Nicholas Brothers. That's, um, that's a heavy pedigree of both dance and jazz. He studied at the uh, San Francisco Conservatory of Music as a young man, and he had performed with the uh, San, San Francisco Conservatory Symphony Orchestra. Uh, his uh, early work was influenced by uh, jazz fusion musician Miles Davis was a friend of his parents, as it turns out. They met in 1957 when uh, Mr. Anderson was only 17 years of age and they uh, played a gig together. Mr. Anderson at one point was, um, he was a, he had uh, joined the Air Force at one point in time and uh, he studied at the University of California, Berkeley, graduated the Bachelor of Science degree in Zoology. He then went on to study medicine at Howard University in Washington, graduating in 1968. There he undertook his residency in psychiatry and practiced general medicine. So, he worked as a doctor and a musician, a very well-rounded individual. His most recent recording was in 2018, so uh, he is still producing music, which I think is uh, quite wonderful. So, without any further ado, this is um, from his album Be Cool. This song is uh, After You've Gone, which was actually written in 1918 by Turner Layton.
Please enjoy his version of After You're Gone, Mr. Eddie Henderson.
musician, psychiatrist, jazz man, with his interpretation of the 1918 composition, After You've Gone, from his 2018 record, Be Cool, Mr. Eddie Henderson. Magnificent. Mr. Henderson, of course, has worked with all of the giants in the jazz industry, from Herbie Hancock to Miles Davis to Pete Yellen. You name someone in jazz, he's in all likelihood as recorded with them. Uh, Charles Mingus, Willie Jones, Billy Hart, Pharaoh Sanders, Martha Reeves. Very few that he hasn't worked with. Grover Washington Jr., just to name a few. An accomplished, articulate, incredible musician. Mr. Eddie Jones. I now want to play you a composition uh, from Mr. Aaron Goldberg. He actually, this is his interpretation of the composition. It was originally written by Bobby Hutcherson in 2018. Aaron is uh, a relatively young man at the age of 46, but a very accomplished pianist. And this is his interpretation of uh, Bobby Hutcherson's song from his 2018 recording at the edge of the world this is aaron goldberg with his comp his interpretation pardon me of when you are near enjoy this
from his 2018 album, At the Edge of the World, with his interpretation of the Bobby Hutcherson composition, When You Were Near. Mr. Goldberg, who studied at the New School for Jazz and Contemporary Music in New York City at the age of 17, spent many of his off hours both practicing the piano and performing in New York clubs. Now, his parents, his father is a biochemist, and his mother, a hematologist, they insisted that he um, study at a traditional academic facility. So, as one is wont to do when one is from Boston, he went on to pursue a degree in history and science at Harvard University. During his studies, his uh, course shifted. Uh, Harvard had created a new inter- interdisciplinary program in mind, brain, and behavior. He wrote a thesis on scientific theories of consciousness and graduated magna cum laude as the very first person to receive the new program's degree. He, of course, as an undergraduate, maintained his uh, focus on music, studied with um, Clifford Brown and Stan Getz. He spent quite a bit of time, musically and socially, with uh, many of the jazz players of the Berklee College of Music, and continued to perform and play at various venues throughout the Boston area. He has five albums to his credit as a band leader, and has recorded with, um, as a sideman, on five or six additional recordings, and as co-leader, about seven additional albums. So he's a very accomplished pianist, not to mention the fact that the uh, New York Times uh, described him as a post-bop pianist of exemplary taste and range. I'm looking forward to more music from Mr. Goldberg in the very near future, as he is uh, quite the pianist. So, from Mr. Aaron Goldberg... We're going to go to a German gentleman who had lived in the U.S. for a number of years uh, during the 50s, and he became very well known as an incredible clarinet player. He'd won a number of uh, jazz polls throughout Europe in the 50s and 60s, and Downbeat Magazine said he was basically, in 1957, the uh, clarinet new star. He met and worked with uh, John Hammond and uh, had a keen interest and formed a quartet for him. I'm speaking of Ralph Kuhn from Leipzig, Germany, born in 1929. Uh, Ralph was uh, still recording. He uh, released a limited vinyl box set on the occasion of his 90th birthday in 2019. And, uh, well, this is a composition from that box set. Um, This is his interpretation of the song, What Are You Doing the Rest of Your Life, Mr. Ralph Kuhn.
recorded at the age of 89. Of course, that song was a composed by Alan and Marilyn Bergman in 1969 for the film The Happy Ending. There are, of course, lyrics for that song. That was just simply a instrumental interpretation. Mr. Ralph Kuhn, who at 90 is still recording and releasing music, magnificent clarinet player. I hope you enjoyed that composition. I certainly did. So very relaxing on a Monday morning. A holiday Monday morning. Mr. Kuhn is recorded with, oh my goodness, everyone there has ever been anyone in the jazz field. Eartha Kitt, George Wallington, Tommy Dorsey, European Jazz Ensemble, Eddie Costa. Um, he's also recorded with and toured with um, Bill Evans, John Hammond, just to name a few. Magnificent player, and uh, very much at home touring throughout Europe, as he is German, of course. Mr. Ralph Kuhn. He has, of course, uh, recorded and toured with uh, John Coltrane, Cannonball Adderley, and Chet Baker. He's played the Newport Jazz Festival, Birdland in New York, and the Blue Note in Chicago. An absolutely influential and monumental player, Mr. Ralph Kuhn. So, this brings us to the final composition for the day. I've chosen a, a recording by um, Bill Charlap and uh, his interpretation of uh, The Nearness of You, originally written in 1938 by Hoagy Carmichael. It was made famous by the Glenn Miller Orchestra, of course. And this is Bill's interpretation. Bill is... Uh, He'll be turning 54 in October of this year. Jazz pianist from New York City. And uh, he's been on the scene since about 1990. So 30 years. It's a good long career. Again, he's still quite a young man. His wife, uh, Renee Rosnes, a Canadian jazz pianist. He's had a number of recordings throughout the decades. Since 1990, he's been releasing records and has recorded with a number of individuals. Peter Washington, Rene Rosnes, of course, his wife. Many times with Peter Washington. As a sideman, he's recorded with uh, Harry Allen, Ruby Braff, Scott Hamilton, Brian Lynch, Jerry Mulligan, just to name a few. He's a rather accomplished pianist and uh, has uh, his own unique style, it goes without saying. So, without any further ado, please enjoy Mr. Bill Charlap's version of The Nearness of You.
with his interpretation of the Hoagy Carmichael classic, The Nearness of You, from his album, Stardust, recorded in 2019. Of course, Mr. Charlap has, uh, well, he's recorded with just about uh, some of the biggest names in the business. Mr. Tony Bennett. Perhaps you've heard of that gentleman? Maybe? Tony Bennett? No? Maybe? Tony Bennett, uh, Diana Krall. Uh, he's been around for you know thirty years. And he's definitely made his mark. He's recorded, of course, with uh, Benny Carter, Jerry Mulligan, Phil Woods, and Scott Hamilton, just to name a few. That album was from 2019, as I said, Stardust, which, of course, is the title of an additional song by Hoagy Carmichael quite possibly one of the most famous compositions by Mr. Carmichael. Mr. Bill Charlap. If you are in the New York City area in September, Bill is scheduled to play at the Village Vanguard. He has a five-day residency from September 8th to September 13th, and then he'll be reappearing from the 15th to the 20th. To the best of my knowledge, those dates are still going to go ahead in New York. Time may tell, as things could change between now and then, but just a little over a month from now, if you are in the New York City area and you have the opportunity, please go see him play in live. The Village Vanguard, 178 7th Avenue in New York. Well worth it, I believe. Mr. Bill Charlap. Of course, as I said, he is uh, married to Renee Rosnes, who is... Uh, a very accomplished jazz pianist, composer, and arranger. She's originally from Regina, Saskatchewan, and she's been recording since 1985, as she is a couple of years older. She grew up in uh, North Vancouver and studied jazz throughout high school and then went on to attend the University of Toronto. Yes, she's worked with uh, quite a number of individuals throughout the years in the jazz milieu, Mr. Bill Charlap, of course, being one of them birth name William Morrison Charlap, but he goes by Bill. It is spelt C-H-A-R-L-A-P, but it's pronounced Charlap, as I have been doing. So I hope you've enjoyed the uh, hour we've spent together today. It's a lovely holiday Monday in the nation's capital. I don't know if it's a holiday where you're listening. Either way, I hope you have a magnificent Monday, and that the rest of your week is great. I'll be back next week with another five selections of jazz music for you. And my calming voice will be in your ear. Please, have a wonderful day. And I'll see you soon. <laughs>